0: You're listening to The Millionaire Underdog. Hi everyone and welcome to The Millionaire Underdog, the podcast that dives deep into the stories of remarkable entrepreneurs who defied the odds and turned their challenges into triumphs. I'm your host Sander and I'm joined by my producer Didier. And together we're here to bring you inspiring conversations with those who've navigated the stormy seas of business, transforming setbacks into stepping stones towards success. But it's not just about the hardship they faced, it's about the wisdom they gained. Our guests will reveal the invaluable insights they acquired during their career, insights that became the foundation of their story. So. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a business enthusiast, or simply someone who loves a good underdog story, The Millionaire Underdog is here to inspire, educate, and motivate. Get ready to be inspired. Get ready to embrace the mindset of an underdog. This is The Millionaire Underdog Podcast. And today we are joined by no one less than Julia Cruikshank. She's calling with us from Canada and she's the founder of Epic Experiences. She's providing a convenient gift shopping and gift giving solution for all your personal and corporate needs with her online platform of unique gift experiences. They help create epic memories and bring excitement and fun to any special occasion. Think team building, think employee motivation, think epic experiences. Hi, Julia. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me.
0: It's our pleasure. Now, we are very curious. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. We are really happy to learn what you do.
1: All right. Um, I was born, uh, born and raised in a beautiful country called Ukraine. And I um, also, you know, graduated from university there. And after the university, I um, wanted to gain some international work experience. And so I did. I went to Switzerland and then Germany to do some um, like work internships with different companies and um, until the work opportunity called me to Canada. So that's uh, now I'm very proud to call Canada my home. So, Um, and yeah, I started my company, um, Epic Experiences, in uh, 2016. So, um, and um, yeah, I just wanted to provide people with those unique experience gifts that they can easily find and purchase for their loved ones. So that was just the idea behind the company. And um, yeah, so that's how it all started.
0: Can you recall why you wanted to become an entrepreneur? Because it's a little bit of a different path than just working for someone.
1: And that's for sure, yes. Um, To become an entrepreneur, it was not like something, how should I say it was natural, but at the same time, it there were some circumstances that provoked that. Uh, when I already was in Canada, I worked at a um, few different companies that generally value employees that much. So, and I had to switch between jobs like like few times in the last seven months. So, um, at some point, I was just like had enough and. I thought, okay, why wouldn't I just start something my own, which I always wanted to have my own company and my own business, but uh, there was never good like time or opportunity to do that. And with that push, like being unemployed, looking for another job, I'm like, okay, either do it now or in hours, pretty much. So, and um, yeah, so then... Um, Somehow I ended up um, at a local organization, it's called, that organization is called Business Link, which um, provides like resources for new business owners and I was lucky enough to discover a program, local uh, like training center that um, gives you like some basics of the entrepreneurship and how to start your own company. So. And I was accepted there, and yeah, that's how my uh, yeah business journey started. Really, from inspiration in a way, but um, it was uh, probably the right moment to do it. So, and I'm grateful that moment had to come at that time. So,
0: so you talked about an organization that helps entrepreneurs start their entrepreneurial journey. Is that a government-supported organization in Canada? And do you need to get allowed, or do you admit to some committee or something? Or
1: yes, that's correct. Uh, so that um, the organization I was um, like uh, admitted to, it, it's support by the government. It's a private training center, but they have a government support. So that's how they operate. And every like two months, two three months, they do the recruitment of new students so it was year 2014 when i went there so i had to like go through the interview process you know pitch my idea what my business is gonna be look like at that moment i was just had that you know draft version of what i'm envisioning being my business so i even didn't have the name of the company it all came out after i you know completed that training so but i kind of convinced them I would be a good student. So, and uh, took uh, yeah their chance and uh, accepted me. So, because there's many people maybe who would like to go through the program like that because it's, I don't want to call it scholarship, but in a way, you know, so uh, it's paid for you. So uh, they have to be careful whom they can choose. So, and I'm grateful I had that chance.
0: I get that they are a little bit cautious about who they let into the program because. It's fully financed for. So yeah, you don't want any participants to waste that money, of course. you were saying that in this course, you needed to shape your company a little bit. And that at the beginning, it was a bit of a rough diamond. You didn't even had a name for the company yet. But did you already had some goals at that stage?
1: Um, When I just started all everything, I did my business plan uh, and uh, yeah, it just started to shape up. When I went for the interview, I didn't have anything but just what it's going to be. Like it's going to be e-commerce online platform where we will sell this experience packages. So that's pretty much as far as it goes but during that training it was like Monday to Friday it's like a full um like 2 months of training so it definitely shaped up more and I after I graduated I had my business plan written for my company so you know some people say it's good to 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 have a business plan some say no in my case yeah i mean like you can start without a business plan but it was a good foundation i would say for you know moving the company forward so Whatever I created and wrote in that business plan, it doesn't mean it applies nowadays, but still like, yeah, it gave me that avenue to pursue that further.
0: Yeah, it's funny you say so, because I'm one of those guys who never made a real business plan. I'm also an entrepreneur, I make podcasts, but I never really designed a business plan. But I can imagine that in the beginning, so many months ago, it could have helped me a lot. (laughs) But for you, you were saying that actually, for you, it's a good thing, right? It helped you a lot.
1: It was good to see yeah, what I would need, you know, like marketing plan, financials. So it would, was really, really useful. You can just write your goals on a piece of paper. You don't need that business plan and spend all the time. The business plan is needed if you're looking for financing of for your business. So that's really important. For you as a solo, like, printer, it's not required unless you want to, like, have partnership with, you know, another person and, you know, involve other aspects like people in your business. So maybe, but yeah, I'm not, you know, believer that business plan can make you lots of money if you have one, so.
0: No, exactly. I get that. When you just write down some goals, that's not a real business plan. But maybe as just food for thought, um... If you could write down your goals right now from this point in your career, what would those goals be? What are your goals right now?
1: I have goals that would be my personal goals. I still divide those and uh, my business goals. So, and obviously, for business goals, I can like share some of them, but it's really about generating the the revenue that the next level of revenue that we're always striving to, you know, every year to be better and greater than last year. So that's one of the goals. Also, you know, growing the company in um, like different um, markets. Uh, Right now we are more established in Canada, but uh, we already started to enter the U.S. market. So we um, slowly growing there, and um, the next thing, who knows, we might want to try another market to enter in the upcoming year. So that's another like business goal that we're trying to work on right now. So,
0: Wow, congratulations on entering the U.S. market. That's amazing, that's awesome news. Um, were there any challenges to get there? Was it difficult to get there?
1: Well, no, thanks so much here yeah, for saying that. Uh, you know, um, being an online company, in our case, it was not really challenging. It's just um, finding those uh, partnerships and experience providers that you can trust and rely on. So um, being online is easy. So the whole world is pretty much open for you. But if you may be talking about like doing like import-export with U.S. you know companies, it would be more harder like in obviously U.S. market is you know always much harder to not just to enter, to, but to hang in there too. So uh, one thing is to enter, but another like you have to be able to establish there as well. So it's two different things at the same time, but from the entering perspective it wasn't that hard, but still we have to keep staying on flow there, and that's another harder part to you know fulfill. So a harder part, like more harder to you know not just to enter, but to be able to hang on in there and grow and yeah get that um, customer base. So it's all it's like starting the company. It's not that hard to be honest, like but to be able to grow it, to be able to, you know, operate it, it's much harder. So that's what I mean by entering the market wasn't the hardest move, right?
0: Yeah, starting a company can indeed be easy. You can have a business idea around selling air, but I don't think that will work. But starting it up would probably be very easy. It's just keeping it healthy and keeping it growing. That's the difficult part. Do you think that keeping your company afloat, I mean, keeping it healthy, keeping it growing, that that requires some creativity?
1: I would say yes, absolutely. You have to have that creative thinking and creative approach in what you do. Sometimes, yeah, things can be straightforward and you just, you know, do as the book says. So It can be done, but um majority of cases, uh, you know, Things are not working out the way you plan or expect it or envision yourself. So you always have to find those ways and solutions how to be better, how to overcome certain like challenge. So yes, I would say so. so.
0: You know, this podcast is called The Millionaire Underdog. It's about people like yourself who have succeeded, but also like Anyone else who is an entrepreneur encounters some challenges. Can you maybe share one of your challenges where you needed to be creative to overcome them?
1: It's a great question. I have to really think and decompare. Um, no, something that maybe just first comes to mind. You know, we all face this COVID <laughs> pandemic, so it just like for my business um being like in um entertainment so it was the first was cut off pretty much at the start it was our like I, I think starting to be our fourth year so just overcoming this three-year business challenge in the first place and now we're going on to the covid thing so that was a little bit yeah tricky in a way but um we still ended up like you know not closing the company we still ended up like continuing and um, doing things in the back end just to you know build for the future after this pandemic was over so um obviously yeah we could just say okay um see you guys in one year from now when this is over or right so but yeah um in the first two weeks yes i was just like watching and seeing what's gonna happen after two weeks yeah we already knew that this wouldn't be the case. We just had the shutdown for a couple weeks. So, and yeah, then I started like to find the ways, what can we just add some value to people nowadays who probably not going to use our experiences at the moment, but we just want to give that, you know, something to, for people who stay at home, something to do and um, I came up with the idea just to have free online experiences that people can do in the comfort of their homes. So, and that what we introduced, um, yeah, that um, for to people. So, whoever wanted to check um, our website just for that. And uh, to be honest, it's still there. So, whoever wants to, you know, uh, you know, have nothing, no plans, or so nothing to do, and looking for something to do, right? So they can check always that um, free online experiences. It's uh, As I said, it's free and they can um, go to some virtual museums, right? So that was kind of (laughs) um, maybe some solution for being like during COVID, something to do. But yeah, obviously we cannot generate revenue, but at least we can give that something to people. Maybe they can... Later, remember about us and come back when this whole pandemic is uh, over, right? So, and it kept me busy, and it just, you know, as I said, uh, was working on other things in the back. So, um, just preparing for that next uh, year to come, and hopefully we can open the doors and you know welcome our customers back. So, it was kind of year to stand float, and hopefully not to. You know, decrease our revenue from what it was last year, which we managed to do that. So, and um, after we kind of waited for this, like to overcome this one challenging year, the other years just like skyrocket, and we were, you know, happy we went through this pandemic, to be honest. So, because it benefited us after, you know, after everything started to be kind of. Balance and back to normal.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, can you maybe remember or can you maybe recall if you did learn something from COVID? Like never quit or was there any general takeaway? Was there any lesson you could learn from experiencing COVID?
1: Yes, I think we could all learn something from that, right? It just really depends what applies to you and your business. In my case, um, I would say, yes, never quit. It's just my mindset in general, but not even pandemic related. But uh, another thing was you need to be able to not just sit and wait, because many people were sitting hoping and waiting for months and months, right? And just take its course, natural course, and just had that, prolonged location or prolonged whatever you want to call it. I just maybe had that two weeks realization after that. I'm like, no, it will be careful (laughs) to stay for good for another like probably year, right? So, and I just kept my schedule. I kept working. So I never stopped working during the pandemic. So that was something you had this, um, be able not sit and wait, but act faster, you know, because uh, that's another um, thing. Like, we were hoping, we were waiting, nothing was happening, right? So, but when you're still doing things and not letting yourself down and um, knowing that there still would be light in the end of the tunnel, so you still have to work towards something and don't tell you can because of the pandemic, so... You know, you have to be creative, find those ways. And many restaurants did implement some ways of how they can survive during the pandemic. So, and some didn't, and who didn't, unfortunately, no longer here. So that's why you always ask that previous question before, if you have to have that creativity or creative approach, right? That's what it comes to it too. So
0: it sounds to me that you're a very difficult person to knock over. Like you're tough, you have this fighter mentality. Is that something you always had inside of you?
1: I would say probably yes. I just didn't know it probably at the time. But um, even like friends who know me, you know, very close friends, they know that they always say I'm such a strong person to overcome so many things in my life that I've been through. So and still continue, you know, keeping your head up and chin up and not sitting and being sorry for what happened so I always some things of course yeah maybe put me down for a day or two (laughs) and but I I always see that uh, those challenges that come my way it's an opportunity to learn and grow more so I never look at this as obstacles so and that's the mindset I have and hopefully yeah that's uh, not gonna change so because Think that uh, things cannot break me that much, but you know, it's still life and everything can happen. So,
0: is there someone in your life, maybe someone you know, or maybe someone on Instagram that you look up to where you also gained these insights from? Um, you know. I mean that this fighter mentality can also come from within you, of course. But I'm just, I'm curious if there's maybe someone like Gary Vee, for example, who is a big business motivator for young startups on Instagram. Do you follow someone like that, for example?
1: I think there, yeah, there might be some influencers that, you know, had that uh, impacted me in a good way, right? So but I think it's like all together what you're like, maybe your past, your current, everything is shaping you up as a person. So, and of course, yeah, maybe I'm looking up to people in the business world uh, who, you, you know, I like to fall, but it's just uh, the circumstances and everything kind of, it all comes together. So that's what it makes me who I am. <laughs> I'm always grateful for all the chances and opportunities and people I meet in my life, on my, you know, while you know doing business and just in general. So that, yeah, that's all not accidentally, and uh, I think that's why you know we're here today and doing what we're doing. So,
0: mm-hmm. I love that. I maybe have a beard question for you. Imagine that I'm just starting out. I have a vague idea for a company. I'm really just beginning, but by some weird coincidence, we just met right now. What advice would you give me at this point in my career?
1: You know, um, every idea, no matter how weak it might be, it's an idea, right? But in order for this idea to like become a business in its, you know you have to put work into it so you have to be out there pick up the phone do whatever it takes to follow your dream and create what you're trying to achieve with your idea right like whatever company you have in mind in business so um you just have to work as hard as you can and do whatever it takes as i said because uh, everything depends on you especially in the first few years of uh, starting and growing your business so um, you can obviously find great people who can help you along the way it's important to also have a team if you're able to you know find um, the right people and um, um, recruit those talents but still you have to rely on yourself in the first place so um, no matter if you have great support you still you know, one day might not have it, so um, you just have to work hard and don't expect everything will come into your hands and flow into you. You, you know, like as you wake up and you like a big rich man or whatever. Some people think it's things like that maybe happen, but it's not really in reality. So you still have to, you know, deserve to have that success and by deserving you just have to work hard and success will come to you. So
0: it's so nice to hear that you have this massive fighter mentality inside of you. You're you're not a quitter. You don't give up and that's uh, that's so great to hear. I'm also looking at our time together today. And we've already had a beautiful conversation, but on this podcast, we also do this other thing. And that is that um, we ask our current guest to think of a question for our next guest. So you're not going to know who he or she is going to be, but can you think of a question for him or her to answer?
1: Okay, let me see um, the question. What should I ask? Um... You know, we always ask those big questions. Um, your know, like five year goals, and I, I would ask, maybe, what you will never compromise on with your company or your business.
0: That's a beautiful question. I'm uh, I'm writing it down. Thank you. I will certainly ask that question. But of course, our our previous guest had a question for you as well. If you could go back to your younger self in high school, what advice would you give yourself?
1: Um, I already probably had the advice at that time to myself and I took it. So uh, I had... um, And I'll just explain why I'm saying this. So I had... um, an opportunity to go, like, to either high school or go to the college where you study, become, like, a teacher, right? Like, so, and I went to that college just to, like, when they had the open doors, like, and just students to see how it's like. So I went there and I was, like, pursuing. I'm thinking I was going to be, like, a teacher at that time. So when I went there, I'm like, my parents like, okay, so you're gonna apply then. But the vibe of that institution, like when I entered that place, it wasn't like for me. I felt it somehow in my skin. And so then I decided not to go there. I chose a high school, so and I think that was already advice for me at that time, which I'm forever grateful. I decided to go this way. So otherwise Maybe I would be a teacher by now, and who knows what my life would be. Um, but I choose to continue, stay in high school, and then I graduated from it, and uh, then I started my university. So otherwise it would be completely different me, and we wouldn't be talking here today. So sometimes you just have to feel your gut, and that, you know, um, not even being in high school, but just in general. So if you think in high school it ha- helps you for whatever you're thinking of doing next, please do. But even, um, you know, being graduated from scout high school and being in your, you know, maybe later career in, in life, so you always have to have that and think, listen to your gut. So yeah, it would not betray you.
0: And I think that that is just wonderful advice for your younger self and also for some of our listeners maybe. Um, Yeah, I think I want to thank you for our time together, for the wonderful conversation we had together. And we just want to wish you all the luck in the world.
1: Thank you so much, it was a pleasure. And I really appreciate being here. So, and I'm really looking forward to hear the answer of that next person who is gonna answer my questions. And thanks so much and have a wonderful day or evening.
0: Thank you very much, Julia. We hope to see you soon. Bye.
1: Bye Bye-bye.